Hey, Bob, it's Eric. How are you? Eric, I'm good. I got a question for you. Um, and I keep bumping up against this, uh, not only on small college campuses, but it, I'm, I'm increasingly hearing it in university, larger university situations. And, and the, the, the issue is this. How can we be fair to the entire campus community when we're developing marketing priorities that sort of necessarily don't include everybody at the same level, the same, same, you know, on the same playing field? Is there a role for fair in marketing anymore? Boy, that's, that's sort of the, the second cousin to the larger question about is strategy fair. Um, and it's really not. I mean, the purpose of strategy, the purpose of marketing is to, at one level, be the best possible steward of all the resources you have, the faculty, the staff, the programs, the campus, and so on. You know, marketing and strategy are about ruthless prioritization, um, recognizing that some entities have greater responsibility or opportunities to contribute than others. Uh, some programs are more in demand than others. Some facilities require more investment than others. Um, in some respects, FAIR, trying to be FAIR, is one of the reasons that so many colleges are in such difficult financial straits, yeah. is because they haven't wanted to recognize that, again, some programs are more in demand. We should push those. But then the people whose programs aren't in demand say, well, that's not, well, fair. Right. Right. So in an effort to try to be fair to everyone across the enterprise, the enterprise takes a hit. You know, it, yeah. kind, of, it kind of relates back to that whole, you know, if you try to be everything to everyone, you're, you're, you're basically nothing because you're so forgettable. And the prioritization plays into that as well. Yeah, I think, you know, to your earlier comment, if you try to be fair to everyone, Ultimately, you're not fair to the university or right. college. Right. And uh, right now, there's a definite pecking order. You know, faculty feel like that they're the, you know, the, the first and foremost, and they are, sort of. But they're not only. And so you have to think about what's fair for the larger university. And you know, just uh, in, in any evolutionary sort of scenario, majors rise and fall, interests rise and fall. You have to acknowledge that and not not buck that trend unless you have deep pockets and can afford to. Yeah, yeah, and you know the University of Oregon. Uh, I'm sure you saw the president came in and sort of did an audit of their marketing operation and decided to consolidate and centralize an awful lot of what they do. And and they realized some significant efficiencies that are anticipating that. And it's uh, you know it's been spun that they're going to take recovered money from that process and plow it back into the academic program. And it was interesting because um, I got interviewed for a story about this, and the interviewer, the reporter, wanted dirt and, and suggested, you know, the academic program had suffered at the hand of such a significant marketing investment. Um, and I thought that was interesting. You know, so, so they viewed it as this is, this is fair, uh, coming back around to the academic program. But at the end of the day, the priorities are still going to have to be established Decisions are still going to have to be made, and, and even a, an institution that's gone through that kind of exercise is going to have to exercise you know, some tough love um, in the interest of the long-term health of the organization. Yeah, it is. You know, as, as a U University of Oregon graduate, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, yeah, and the Buckeyes. So when they played a couple years ago, it was a little <laughs> less fun. But anyway, you know, I think what the University of Oregon is doing, and many schools are doing as well, is just reprioritizing. Yeah. 
And that's what you're constantly doing depending on events, the marketplace, the state legislature, what's going on in the press, what your football team is doing or not doing. You know, the senior leadership at any comprehensive university constantly prioritizing. Yeah. That, that gets at the notion of communicating rationales as to why. Mm -hmm. um, you, if you just reprioritize about telling people what's going on, you know, faculty and staff, particularly faculty, are, are trained to be critical. It's one of their great strengths. Yep. But sometimes if they don't know what's going on, there's going to be a temptation to be overly critical for the wrong reasons. And, and they'll claim unfair uh, <laughs> yeah. if they have the opportunity to do that. They, they can talk to me. Yeah. Do you think it's easier for leaders in larger organizations to engage in that sort of perpetual prioritization process than it is for, for leaders on a smaller uh, college or university campus uh, where, you know, the, arguably the community is tighter and the um, feelings are, are maybe a little deeper and people might feel a little more invested personally in their, in their academic programs or whatever? No, I, you know, I don't. That's, that's a good question. I'm not sure it's either or. I, I think faculty at all campuses, good faculty, are deeply invested in their academic programs. Yeah. So whether you're University of Oregon or Ohio State or a Central College in Kentucky or a, or a Millsaps, it doesn't really matter. Good faculty care about their programs. Yeah, that's true. I, I think in some respects it's probably easier to change priorities at a smaller institution because there's just fewer moving parts. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. And, you know, this economy kind of forces us to, to be more sort of tightly managed organizations if we're going to survive and thrive in the future. So um, prioritization and, and suspending the appearance of fairness in the interest of long-term health is probably a little easier to do than it was in the golden glory days. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's a wonderful quote that's been around for 40 or 50 years that, you know, you know, a crisis or a, is a terrible thing to waste. And obviously you don't want to have higher ed at a crisis, but it is. And take advantage of that. You can do some things that you may not have had the political will or ability to do earlier. But you've got to do them with a the larger vision in mind. You just can't be seen as, you know, episodic. Um, my dad was an economist, and, you know, he used to say that lean management always turns into mean management. Mm -hmm. So it's not about managing the institution. Frankly, we're overmanaged. It's about leading the institution. In yep. uh, some respects, leading it in places or two places that it maybe at first blush isn't totally comfortable, yeah. but it's best for the institution. Yeah. And we're right back at vision. I love it. It always seems to come back to vision, doesn't it? <laughs> it's about vision. People perish. Exactly. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk later. Talk to you later.